You can check us out on all major podcast platforms, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and anywhere you listen to podcasts. Check out our social media on Instagram at Menovation and Facebook at Menovation Podcast. It's the greatest show on the planet. The boys in renovation. Men. Oh, sorry. Not boy ovation. Men. (laughs) (laughs) Menovation coming in hot tonight. Episode 34. How do you keep that on mind? Dude, oh, like, uh, it's only because I... 33, 34? Well, what's funny... Yeah. <laughs> it's because I make the files right before, so okay. I keep track that way. Okay. So, yeah. Okay. That's the only That's right. way. That's right. I know I'm going to mess up one day. Like, yeah. if you guys yeah. knew how many edits I would have it's to... It's the episode 1067. <laughs> <laughs> Grandpa's in renovation. <laughs> Grandpa's in... <laughs> I'm John Johnson. <laughs> Perfect. Grandpa's in Reno. Ben, bring your question. <laughs> what size if you... Oh, not that one. Don't say that again. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so true. And he's still going to make penis jokes. Uh, <laughs> it's so funny. All right. So episode 34 tonight, we're going to continue... Last episode, we kind of talked about competition, excellence, mindset, a little bit around that, just all along those things, along those lines. So we thought it'd be cool to talk about kind of a something that kind of comes from winning, and it's pride. So we're going to dive into just <laughs> not that, not kind, that of kind of pride. <laughs> no, no. Not that pride. There are no uh, festivals <laughs> or... Parades for this kind of pride. No rainbow flags. I was about to bring my rainbow and it's like, hey. <laughs> but how do you deal? How do you deal? How do you filter? How do you figure out how to work when let's say you do have some wins, right? How do you deal with pride that sneaks up? Because I think I've said this before, but as John MacArthur says, pride is the sewer pipe which all sin flows from. Ooh. Oh, that's deep. It's, oh, it's super deep. It's a like sewer it, pipe, not just a regular pipe. Yeah, yeah, sewer pipe. I have a good thing that I, that I, I think I've talked about this before, but I want to start there. Tell us, Tice. You had something you wanted to express about your pride. <laughs> no, but just, uh, just navigating that as men, because I think that, I mean, everybody's got pride, but it's, it's something that men, I think, especially struggle with. I think, I, I would say men struggle with it more than women sometimes. Um, for whatever reason. And it sneaks up in all times and often, and then it's like, okay, the, the, well, then what's good pride? What's bad pride, right? It's just such a, it's an interesting thing, but right, right. how do yes. you deal with getting too prideful? How do you navigate your life with it when you do win? So that's what we're talking about tonight. Wait, so there's a Bible verse uh, about pride. Like God, is it God resists the proud? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is a scary thought. I know. And it's like, man, I, want to do everything I can to not be prideful. Yeah. Right. But I think uh, it's easy to be prideful. <laughs> Let's say maybe if you're a younger and sexier <laughs> no, and you've had like maybe like a, a first, your first real win. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, and it's kind of cocky. Yeah. Right? It's easy to, you know, but if you've like been through it and you've had some losses and 
you've been you've, beat up. You've, yeah, you've had a journey and then you win. I, I feel like it's not um it's it's not as difficult to remain humble. But he mentioned two kind and, and and I'm just thinking you mentioned two kind of prides, you know, the yeah. good one and the bad one. Sure. Is there a good and bad one? That's that's the question. Because I Yeah, yeah. I think a I, good pride is confidence. Yeah. Well, because yeah, you like to have pride go. in your children, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not in a negative way, but like when they do something well, when you, they do something that you've, you know, value you've brought them up in, would you, are you not going to feel pride? You're not going to feel happiness? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Right? How about that one that when you, there's people who wants to humiliate you, you know? It's either you take it or you know how to put the stop because you have certain pride on you that you know that you're valuable and that no one can come and tell you. I mean, you're less. I mean, if, if they're doing it on purpose to humiliate you. Yeah. That's just having like respect for yourself. But then, you know, it's not okay. But then what about what Jesus says? Mm-hmm. In the other cheek. Yeah. That's right? what I'm saying. There's it's what I are we talking about here? Yeah. All of it. Well, it's uh, how what, do we navigate it? How do we, how do we filter some of this? Let's break it. We're, we're, we're trying to break that, it down a little bit. I have a story about okay. pride. Hit us with, the, with us with the story. My first real dose, lethal dose, literally lethal, of pride was uh, when I went to college and I, I got like a lot of recognition and a lot of success when I played football. Yeah. Um, because before I was in high school and I was just I was just grinding and working mm-hmm. to get a, a, a Division One scholarship. Like that was my goal. And I remember I was so reliant on Jesus. I would pray every single night. Wow. Every single night. I would even fast. I was reading the word and I needed God to come through. I was so dependent on him. And I prayed like, like it was up to God. Like you got to give me this scholarship. And then he was like, you got to work. Like it's on you. He's like, I'll make a way. So I worked my butt off and, uh, I remember we had team workouts at eight in the morning um, during the summer, five days a week. And I would wake up at five and I would go do my own workout before. And then I'd go to the other workout. And I knew that if I did that, like I would be on another level. And it, it, it came through like, I mean, getting a full ride is no joke. Yeah. I got a full ride scholarship and then I was just so grateful. And uh, I was very humble about it too. I wasn't like, does it go a year at a time or does it go, can you get like an all four? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So you you can get a full ride scholarship, which is for four years. They pay for your schooling. Wow. wow. Yeah. Okay. And so I got that, and I was still humble, and um, I was still just kind of like a, a came from a small town. Not that many, very many people knew me, but when I got into college, my first year, um, I was eighteen, and playing with uh, the majority of the guys who were playing at that level are about twenty. Uh-huh. 22 years old. Those are the guys who are starting. And I came in as a freshman and I uh, won the starting spot. It's a true freshman. And I, I beat oh. out a senior who'd wow. been there for four years, finally was starting. And I came in and took his spot. Oh, damn. Yeah. And he hated me. Oh, I bet. He hated me. Yeah. yeah. I remember he, he was from, he was like this, this big buff black dude from uh, Cali, SoCal. Yeah. And he'd always talk crap on me and I could just, he just did not like me. Uh, anyways, so that year, I had a really good year. And I just 
you know, kind of like my work ethic, it, it translated over. And uh, at the end of the year, they have like accolades for the, the best players in the country. Yeah. Uh, and uh, they nominated me to be uh, an All-American. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So how it works is they look at the whole country, all of Division One football. And for each position, they pick two players. So two quarterbacks, two running backs, two wide receivers. And uh, out of all the freshmen in the country... And they uh, pick for whoever who are the best players at that position, and so I won all American as a freshman. Wow. Cooper Cup won all American as Dang. a freshman. Um, there was another safety in our conference. He's in the NFL now. He wow. he was the other safety. Who Is won that it. the position you played? Yeah, safety? I played safety. And once I got that, it was like my rel- reliance on God went out the window. Really, I was mm. just like, wow. look at me, I did it. And my head just blew up and I got really cocky and uh, very prideful, very prideful. And I remember I would be walking around campus uh, and everyone, everyone would be like, dude, holy crap, Tyson, you know, and like girls and stuff. It was just like, I felt like a celebrity, dude. And I loved it. Oh, I bet. Yeah. And let me tell you what, it was so bad for me because once that happened, that work ethic that got me there, I just stopped. Really? I completely stopped. Yeah. Because I felt like I made it. And um, I started, that's when I started partying too. No one said anything to you? Like, hey. No, uh, dude. That's the sick thing. That's weird. Is everyone was like, well, everyone, I don't know. I feel like they thought that, oh, he's going to be fine. Yeah. You know, yeah, he's, yeah. he's got there. He knows what he's doing. But I didn't know what I was doing. I've never been there before. Yeah. And so I stopped working out as hard, um, started drinking and going to parties and just living this real social life. Um, You know, I was posting a lot on social media. And what happened was the very next season, I went from being an All-American starter to being a bench warmer. Wow. A bench warmer. I didn't even play. And I remember my coaches were so mad at me. They're like, what happened to you? What happened to you? And I felt like all this, like just shame and failure and it hurt. And I, I was like, went from like the top all the way to like the bottom. Yeah. yeah. And I remember people were like, dude, like you were, you were a one hit wonder. <laughs> oh, sh- I remember, damn. um, you know, it, sometimes the second stringers will get in the game, you know? Yeah. I remember when I got in, the other teams would be like, you're not an all American. Like you suck. Wow. Just like, yeah. I went from like, down to the bottom. Yeah, it hurt. Ouch. Man. Damn. It I really give you hurt. A hug. <laughs> <laughs> but I learned from it. Yeah. Which was the good thing. From it. Yeah. You know, because God learned, really, yeah. he was the one who 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 granted me success and um got me the full ride scholarship and the accolades. And I was completely reliant on him and humble, had a humble heart. Yes. But once he saw me turn away, he was like, I wonder how we'll take that away from you. Because if I would have kept yeah. going, so we'll kind of, okay, so how you. did you how did you deal with it? How did you bounce back? Yeah, so uh, I knew how I how to get to the top. Yeah, and I knew okay. Number one, yeah, you got to put God first. Yeah, and then number two, you got to work your butt off. So I just got back to my craft, to what I knew what to do. Yeah, and sure enough, um, the very next year I was starting again, and I got another accolade as uh, one of the best safeties in our conference. And then nice. they had a. Uh, they have a what's called a 
um, a, a pre a pre All American team where before the season starts, all the sports analysts they're like they look at um, players' performances from the year before and mm-hmm. they they make a a guess uh, uh, or a prediction who's going to be an All American. Mm-hmm. And so I I was predicted to be it again. Oh, cool. Yeah, but I didn't learn from my mistake from being a pre All American. Yeah. So you go from getting All American up, going to bench, to bench, back going, up to the back top, the, back into the top, and yep. then back down, then back down. But this one, um, uh, <laughs> I actually ended up breaking my foot. Oh, okay. And uh, that kind of messed with me a little. I wasn't really the same after that. But I still, with a broken foot, had this haughty personality, like, "Oh, I'm an All American again." Yeah. Like I'm back. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And God was like, what? And I stopped relying on God. Oh, and the, the same thing happened though. I went, I had been through it again. Like yeah. the same people would come up to me like, dude, you're going to be an all American. Same exact scenario. And I didn't respond. You didn't like, how learn shit. I didn't learn from it. And so I've learned now sure. because yeah. I know God's going to give me another yeah. opportunity. Yeah. And I know it's going to be in like business or something. I'm like, okay. It's kind of like third time. Third time's it's it's kind of like when the kid trying to touch something that he should not and yeah feels the smack and then he tried to do it again a couple of times and yeah. after the third time you'll be like oh it's good yeah. and, and assume by then do you it. were done with school well at that point um it was i was my, it was in my last year and i thought i was going to the nfl wow i really cool. did and you know people would tell me like dude you're going to the league and mm. i just thought you know my dad went my uncle went i was like it's my turn now yeah And I thought that would be, um, that would fix all my problems. You know, I would be truly happy if I was in the NFL, mainly because of like the money. Sure. You become a millionaire. Yeah. You, you don't really have to work again after that. But if you it do was, it smart. Yeah. Yeah. True. Mm, yeah. A lot of them go broke. It's crazy. Like yeah. literally the year when they're done, year Sad. after. Yeah. Wow. But uh, it was actually a blessing, you know, that I didn't go to the NFL yeah. because that would have been on the highest level of oh yeah you know, did you put in did you put in for the draft nope nope i knew my career was over um based off the way i played my senior year it just wasn't as good um i didn't get it that high of an accolade uh my stats weren't that well and i i just wasn't i performed better my junior year the year before yeah so there was a chance to go play in europe and canada but i It was either NFL or nothing for me. Sure. You sure. know. So what was the now looking back on it, because you're 27 ish. Looking back on it, what do you think? Yeah, what did you learn? I mean, you you went up and down twice. Yeah. You knew how to get to the top, you yeah. know, all these things. What did like just from a pride's perspective, because we're talking about pride, what did you kind of learn? What did you kind of what do you try to apply now versus then? Well, I look at a guy like Cooper Cup. Yeah. He's the best player in the NFL. We are the same age. And he was one of the most humble guys I've ever seen. Christian guy. Um, and he never, uh, when you watched him compete, was never haughty, cocky. He just put did his it. head down and just did it, did it, did his job. And he was very humble. Like you never saw him all flashy and look at me. Um, so I learned that if you want to truly make it far and you know, go the distance and get those, those dreams inside of you and you got to rely on God. Mm. And uh, when, if you're going to boast, you got to boast in him yeah, and it, and it yeah. should be 
um, with people that you're very close with, you know, people you trust yeah. and you're like, man, with your family, like, look at what God's doing in our life. So we have that feeling, you know, something that, that I learned is God, God put those feelings on us, you know? Yeah. Are you so, talking about pride? Pride. Okay. Yeah. Right? Well, what wrong? do you think? No, tell your thought. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just still thinking that sometimes we got to use it. Sometimes. <laughs> I think it, it, it is, it, it can be from God. I think it is from God, actually. I think the devil just comes in and like blows it out of proportion. Mm-hmm. So what is, so I guess then the definition or the, the it's almost like you got to redefine pride in, in the positive sense. Because often pride is looked at as a negative thing, right? Is it a yeah. confidence? Is it, you know, mm-hmm. what, what is it? Because I think they're two different things almost, right? When mm-hmm. you, and I guess maybe pride is the overarching term and then there's like cockiness or whatever. And there's, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, because I think it's different times, you know, so. I, I started to play the guitar when I was 11 years old. And uh, I think I, I learned guitar in three months. And then right from there, I started to play in a, a church. Just right there. And yeah. it was not a lot of players. Um, it was me and I I could sing and I can play. I find out really quick that I could do that. So f- I think two or three years and then suddenly there was a uh, youth event where there was, uh, my city was big to put together 300 youth, you know, yeah. in the city. And then there was a, 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 a musical group, the Christian group, they they played really well. So they, their guitarist is not going to be there. And they called me. At that at that time, I, I'm already being the worship leader on the church. I've been playing at different churches. They called me. They invited me. So I was like, wow. yes, I made it. You know? So I went there, and I'm feeling, I'm going to rock this, you know? whenever. Yeah. And then there is this song where the solo, there's a solo, start the solo, right? Uh-huh. And I can see the people, you know, you are in, in that can see everybody ready to sing it's like and in your mind and just just trying to think how that works you know it's because you're trying to take everything for, on you you're trying to to absorb something worship yeah that doesn't yeah. belong to you right, you know yeah. i think that's uh, that's that's the worst thing so i'm ready and you can you can hear the drummer one two three and i'm ready to play the solo start the solo in a different key Oh, oh no. And then they stop. Okay, we're going to start again. We're going to start again. It's like one, two, three. And I tried to do it again and I was off. Wow. And all the people was looking at me three times and then they say, okay, we're going to sing another song. Screw <laughs> <laughs> it. I had no guitar on this one. <laughs> so we're all bad in it. Okay, wow. let's, we're just going to have the keys. Can you take a break? <laughs> like, they didn't even try. They didn't even let try. you even play and, the wrong key. And, wow. yeah, and I was like, I came down and I was like, what happened? I know that song. I can't play it. And it and, and I just couldn't. Wow. And that's, that's when I understood that like it's not me it has to be God through you if you sure. want yeah. once you start to take that that position That's God so will good. not let you because if he let you go if he he wouldn't let you go on that path you probably wouldn't be sitting here definitely having wouldn't. the life no, maybe and you wouldn't even hear, be I here I wouldn't even 
married my wife. Yeah. Right now. Yeah. I yeah. would probably be off the rails. Yeah. But yeah, I did I did realize that it, it is about like your winning and your victory is not about you. No. It's about God. That's it's about honoring and showing off God. That's when the when the Bible said that we'll bring our crowns. You know, it's 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 the recognition. I remember um, a few years ago when I went into the HR department in my company. At that moment, I used to be a mechanic and then I became a trainer. And I opened the door of HR and in my company and I hear the, the HR representative, big guy, saying, hey, who's that? Because I was speaking with the secretary. And then, uh-huh. oh, I can hear your voice, Abe. And then he came to me and he said, man, I've heard a lot a lot from you, so I just want to shake your hand. And and I walk out from the office feeling like, man, what's going on? I'm big yeah, in yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. And I could hear the voice saying, it's not you. Yep, that's it. <laughs> yeah, It's not you. You got to remember that uh, I'm going to try to say on, on English, the, uh, your glory grows every day. You know that passage that said, uh, but those ones that are in Christ, they, it, it just they just glow Every day they glow even more. So yeah. he said, "It's not you; it's what I have put on you." But right. then it's me. Yeah. So yeah. we, when we recognize that, I think we open doors to more things to come to us. Yeah, and it's not that like God doesn't want you to feel like, yeah, good and happy, and you know all the the rewarding feelings that comes with sure. success. He does. It's just when, like in my case, I became my own God. Mm. And God went on the back burner, and occasionally I'd think about Him, but it was it was all about me, and um, it, that should never be the case. Like when I succeed and win, it's always, man, thank you, God. I'm always giving honor yeah. to God, yeah. and then He's He'll still allow you to have like the, the good feeling, yes, happy, you know, yeah. the, and the endorphins that flow with that. Sure. But as soon as you put yourself in the driver's seat, you're like, this is me. Look what I did. Yeah. Um, that's well, it's almost like it's like money, right? In a way, where it can be great and it can be really, really bad. That's a so, good comparison. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah, it's funny listening to you guys talk about this. I'm trying to think back on my life where, you know, uh, it's not that I didn't have wins, you know, but I don't know if I had a massive moment like that. If you're going back to episode 34 or 33, is I think because my confidence was so low in certain areas, like I didn't think I could win. I didn't even try. I didn't do these things. I never had the opportunity to necessarily experience something like that earlier in life, at least. Mm -hmm. Now there's been some different things, but uh, speaking at church, I notice it can be very intoxicating. Yeah, totally. Where it just, you know, the endorphins and all these things and, um, but yeah, no, it's just, it's, that, that's interesting. I don't know why I thought of that. So, well, sorry. it's this, you get put in this position where, um, you, you, for a season are the, the point of attention. You're like yeah. the focal point. Every, yeah. All eyes are on you. Yeah. And it feels good because everyone wants to be, you know, seen yeah. and noticed yeah. and yeah. recognized. And, uh, if, if you, if that's all you're chasing is recognition, then that's pride. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the, the, it should be honoring God. You should be like reflecting God. Yes. And helping other people to get better. That's find, what it's all about. I find out that the best way to contrast, you know, to push that back is serving. Yeah. Doing things that 
like you your brain sometimes think oh you shouldn't be doing this it's just doing it you know yep. serving others serving what can i do to serve you know yep. not on the on levels where you you're going to be recognized but on levels where you're just doing it yep. you know and then uh whoever is speaking getting the recognition you truly are happy for that person yeah. and you were cheering be, yes, them on. Supposed to be. That's your heart. Yeah. It's yeah. not like, oh, it should be me. That should be me. I'd be way better than them. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. No, the, I think the times I've noticed there's a, been a, so much pride in my life is in you know, like arguments, conversations. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I've always considered myself, at least earlier in my life, more of an intellectual, right? Um, to where, you know, especially now that I'm married, it's, you know, you want to win an argument, you want to win a conversation, right? And that's obviously a lot of pride. But for me, I think the biggest, what I tell a lot of people, I mean, I tell other married people, and I even tell people this when they uh, talk about arguing. And I was like, humility is probably, obviously it's a great antidote to pride. It's, you know, kind of the opposite. But it's such a great, it's like a secret weapon. When you humble yourself, you know, um, you learn so much, you observe so much, and it's amazing how it can change a conversation and communication piece with somebody. Right. Yes. And like, I try to be the first to apologize to my wife. Almost some point to where I'm like, well, she doesn't ever apologize, <laughs> <laughs> which is not true. But but it's amazing how just getting out of your own way, not thinking you know it all, giving glory to God, doing these things, how different life can be when you're when you try to you know live your life with humility so yeah yeah and i've actually heard that i've seen the the pride with people who i uh, think they're smarter than everyone oh they're sure. very intellectual and they know all the answers it's rampant oh man and there's also i've seen the pride within humility where someone is so prideful about their humility wow you know they're yeah. just like i'm so humble like oh don't don't yeah. compliment me, compliment the Lord. And they're actually being prideful. Yeah. It yeah. is. Yeah, yeah. It is. It is tricky. And they're, they're having pride tricky. in their humility. It's tricky. Yeah. You know? It's a weird thing. Yeah. There's tricky. like a balance you have yeah. to have there because yeah. the devil will try and get you on both ends. Oh yeah. It is tricky. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's yeah good. It is tricky. Yeah. 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 That's a great point. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I remember, uh, once upon a time I was at a, uh, a youth camp I was doing, I was serving or something. And there was a guy there that was like that. You would give him any sort of compliment. It's, like, it's all the Lord. No, no, no. no. I, I'm just Punch a filthy rag. Uh, no, yeah. I'm, I'm just here to stack chairs. That's, you know. Yeah. It's like, yeah. It's, you're it's being very private. Yeah. That, it just reminds me when you said that there's people that they think they know everything. Yeah. There's a guy that I know, we call him Siri. No. <laughs> Siri? <laughs> Anything you ask, he has an answer. Yeah. He has an answer. Well, then yeah. it's honestly just a, an insecurity, but. Yeah. But it's it's a, I think it's kind of like a hidden uh, poison. Yes, you don't notice until you need it. The pride or the being? pride, the pride, the pride. You know, like you get used to it. I'm telling you because I I play baseball as well, yeah. and I when I, you win a lot, you, yeah, this is a poison. And, and then the yeah. same thing when when you hear your name in a in a saying in a field where you see your picture in a. A newspaper or things like that, you know, or when you play, 
because I play a lot and as a worship leader, you know, I did a lot of things. And so when everybody knows you in, in a city and they recognize you and then especially at church, that's what happens, you know, saying, ah, yeah. glory to God. But in inside, very, very there in, in deep, you are taking it, you know? Mm -hmm. So that's, that's, that's when I find out that for me, I had to, I had to break things by serving, by serving. I have to do, to be doing something. I, I don't, um, I don't like to, to take it because it's really hard. And now in, in awakening, it's, I learned, you know, that how we support each other, you know, like when I was preaching the other day, English, Spanish at church, and it's like, I was needing, I was needing you guys and you were there for me. Sure. That day was for me, I was like, I love my church. I love my brother because you were there for me and you come and recognize, but I, I didn't feel that pride. You feel that support. Yeah. It was totally different, you yeah. know, and, 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 and that's when I, when I say I, I got to surf as much as I can. So this doesn't go up to yeah. my head. You well, know? then it's, okay. it's a, when things are in proper order within your, within your soul, within your spirit, right? Yeah. Like you were saying, putting God first, doing yep. these things, you can take a compliment, yeah, right? And yeah. you can help people see, you can help people see the strengths that God has put in you, right? Yeah. Where without getting stuff twisted, right? right? Like if someone was to say to you in college, you know, to help you navigate those things, you could have been very different for you, obviously. Yeah. 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 And that's why it's so important to surround yourself with healthy men because they will yeah. call that mm -hmm. out. Yeah. They'll call it out. And I never yeah. had that. Yeah. You know, it was just all people who... I mean, they just weren't at that stage yet. And I was yeah, surrounded yeah. by a bunch of college guys, you know, <laughs> wanting to do the same thing. Yeah. 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 No, it, uh, it's, it's, it's such an interesting, such an interesting thing that we struggle with, you know, or we have to navigate yeah. the pride thing. You mentioned something important that, that about when you have arguments with someone else, you know, or you jump into conversations and you don't notice, but sometimes it's there, you know, I, I have to realize sometimes even my wife knows and she pulled me out. It's like, stop. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you don't realize that, but it's pride. Yeah. Right. When you're, no. when you're prideful, it, it, it kind of becomes all about you and you're just kind of in your own head. Yeah. Yeah. And it's so hard to connect on a genuine level with people. Mm -hmm. yeah. I, f I found that when, when I was operating in that high haughty spirit, like it would bleed into my family. I'd go home and it was all about me. Wow. Like, um, you know, did you see the the news article on me? We'd read it, turn on the TV, we'd watch the news report, you yeah, know, yeah. interview with me. And it was, it was like, I didn't care about my family. Wow. It was just yeah. all about yeah. me. And it just makes me sick thinking about wow. it now. Yeah. yeah. I wow. hate it. Yeah. Yeah. Because when you're not prideful, it's, man, you come in and you're looking at, you know, these other, you know, your family, your, you know, brothers and sisters in Christ and you're truly caring about them. Yeah. Yeah. It's really, it's a thing you have to constantly keep in perspective. Cause I mean, I even think about now where like in marriage, for example, you're winning, you're winning, you're winning. And then pride sneaks in and all of a sudden you lose. You're like, yeah. Oh, yeah. A little wake up call constantly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like, you're, Oh, you're great for a couple mm -hmm. weeks. And then maybe you're in an argument and you say super prideful crap or, yeah. you know, yeah. as most men, yeah. you think you're right. Your wife just needs to listen to you. And it's just, and then, you know, it's well, kind of starts yes. the cycle over again, but you, you can't, you can never stop yeah. doing the, the learning cycle because it just, it, like you said, it'll poison you. It'll poison you. Yeah. It's, it's a really special thing to see someone at a high level who is super humble. You know, they'll talk to anybody. It's not like you're below mm -hmm. me. 
Yeah. Uh, one guy I think of is Tim Tebow. Yeah. Like, that guy's just humble. He uh, uh, he has a uh, like a missions trip that he kind of does where he, he's he's going out and to these third world countries and just yeah. helping the people. And he, you can tell like when he's talking to them, he truly cares. It's not about him doing these mission trips, you know, to boost his pride. Like, look at me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. His, his his heart's in the right spot. Yeah. Him. And that's a, and that's what you want for everyone because everyone wants to succeed, but not at the expense of becoming prideful. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's uh, uh, Rex Crane was like that. I remember after the Awaken conference, he, because uh, I mean, some of the people, and this is not bad, some of the people are trying to catch flights, they're trying to do certain things, right? Um, they try to get them fed, right? There's always trying to someone who, mm-hmm. when someone flies in to speak, we're trying right. to get them out to, you know, but they got to catch a flight or whatever. And uh, I just remember what he said. He's, he, we're, we were trying to get him out of the building because he had a flight to catch and he was going to be late. Um, and, uh, they were trying to feed him. He had eaten all this, all this stuff. And he is just going through the lobby, praying with people, talking to people, all these things. And they're like, oh, Rex, you know, let's get you out of here so you can go eat. He's like, I don't care. He's like, let's, we can go to McDonald's. He's like, you know, yeah. I'm good. You know, I miss my flight. I miss my he's flight. He's like, yeah. And he's like, I don't care. And it was just a, such a, and this is nothing against anybody else. That's all I'm trying to say. But just him in particular was so cool to see just that humbleness that you're talking mm-hmm. about where, you know, he gets up, speaks an amazing message to a crowd, you know, a room full of yeah. people. I mean, Pastor Jurgen is like that too. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. He'll, yeah. He'll stand forever and talk to you. Um, I was amazed when I was with him, you know, how humble he is. Yeah. So, and I think that's what, when God knows that he can give you things so you can give yes. to the people. Right. That's, yeah. that's very important. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, it's, it's, it is cool to see that. Um, I've actually been impressed with that for the most part with all of our leaders in the church. They're pretty, I haven't really seen anything crazy. So, yeah. What yeah is, I, I uh, kind of knew two NBA players. Kind of. <laughs> kind of knew. <laughs> and I, I knew them because uh, there was these two girls I went to high school with who were really good family friends and they were twins. Beautiful girls. Um, they uh, played college basketball at Kansas um, but they were a year younger than me mm-hmm. and they were huge on social media too and all these like professional athletes like were obsessed with them and so they started dating NBA players oh wow yeah and so these NBA players would fly to Pocatello Idaho <laughs> just to hang out with these girls yeah and uh, I remember meeting one of them uh, one of these NBA players he's an all-star he's currently in the NBA he plays on the Lakers and uh, I met him and he was just so prideful. Really? Just, yeah. Just like, I'm better than you. Like, wouldn't make eye contact. And he thought I was dating one of the girls or like had a thing with them. So I never did. We were just close family friends. And I remember meeting him. I was like, hey, I'm Tyson. And he was like, he said his name. And he's like, remember that name. I, he goes, I stole your girl. <laughs> no. Oh, wow. I swear. I swear. <laughs> did he shake your hand or not? Yeah. Oh, okay. But he, but he was just like so like I'm better than you. <laughs> I was like, dude, you make two hundred million a year. I make forty thousand. <laughs> yeah. Like I don't care. Yeah. Uh, okay. So speaking of which, I I remembered something uh, I said earlier that I didn't have a moment when I was younger. It was wrong. <sighs> this is not a great moment, but so when I was younger, I would there was a season in my life where I took pride 
and taking other guys' girlfriends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or, or beating or beating other guys in those then Mister Steal Your Girl. Oh, yeah, wow. like I remember. It's, it's one of those things you look back, like you were talking about. Like I just ugh, so yeah, bad. Just like, what uh, but I had a sticker down the back of my truck that says "I fucked your girlfriend." <laughs> yeah, no. yes, bro. Like, and I, I looked back. I'm like, wait a second. That was way prideful. That was so prideful. <laughs> and I would just do like. Super shady stuff. Like Where? while they were still dating, you would Just try and like swoop in. Not like it. Yeah. <laughs> Let's call it what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Like I yeah. would you like you show off about it like, like to your buddies. Yeah, and it wasn't oh. like it wasn't like always. Where. Yeah. No, that's exactly what happened. I think I'm trying to like sugarcoat it. No, it was bad. Where I would always be the person that the girls cheated with. Because oh. I didn't want to commit. I was the cheatee. I wasn't the cheater. Oh. And then, but I would reap what I would sow. I would, I had a lot of girls cheat on me. And I was always like, oh, blah, 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 like when I was actually in a relationship. And uh, the funny thing is the tattoo on my arm is this was the season that I never did it. I didn't really do it after this anymore because it was just a really dick move. Well, that's not entirely true. But uh, where <laughs> it was like these, these three girls where, you know, I was in high school and, I was trying to, it was just a season where I was trying to talk to each of them. And I think one of them, two of them had a boyfriend, one of them, anyways, uh, it all just blew up in my face. Yeah. And I didn't end up with any of them. Right. And I got this tattoo. I was like, oh, I need to remember to always be true to myself. And it was at the end of that season. Uh, but it was so riddled in pride and insecurity. Yeah. yeah. Right. Often when you're that prideful, it's insecure. It's insecurity. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. Like yeah. that basketball player, poor guy. Like I just, you can make $200 million all you want. But like, right. I mean, I don't know what he is now, but like just in that season, because if you think about it, it's a, it's such an insecure place. And as soon as it all gets taken away, I mean, you got to experience it firsthand twice. Yeah. But yeah, it was a very, yeah, you're it just was, seeking it all, was this, very shady of me. all this validation and you realize that what the world can give you will never validate you. Yep. Yeah. You keep on chasing and chasing and. Uh, it's 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 pretty crappy. I had a yeah. situation kind of like girls yeah. in college. It was based out of fear, insecurity, um, not knowing who was I was, you know, in Christ. And it was the the guys I hung out with. There was this thing of like, how many women have you slept? Yep, yep. I miss there was like a, a number yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. And you know, it was like, oh, I've slept with seven. You know, and other guys like, oh, that's it. <laughs> I got twelve. You know, and yeah, that yeah. was like huge for me i was like man i need to get my number up yeah like, well, they, i really felt like that you know what they call it now what your body count body yeah body count was that what it yeah. used to be called when you're back in your day uh i don't really remember but it was just like how many yeah because i mean i've had that with. thing too but like i heard that term now and i was like that's disgusting yeah like, it's, it's really it's disgusting. disgusting sorry keep going it's really disgusting and i uh i was a virgin oh, yeah. i was a virgin when i went into college yeah and Man, because I was so happy about that, and I was waiting. Yeah. I was going to save it for marriage, mm -hmm. but just the, the the culture I was around, yeah, yeah. Um, it told me like that's not good, and sleeping with tons of women is good. Yeah. Like that's how you, you know, are cool, and you know, you, you're, you know, got value and stuff. So I literally was like, well, because I had like I was a zero. I had, my body count was zero. Yeah, yeah. And the guys around me were like four or five, and I was like, I have to sleep with women. And so that became like my thing. I would talk to girls, 
just kind of with in the back of my mind. Being oh, like, yeah. You're trying to hook oh, up. Oh, yeah. Let's hook yeah. up. Yeah, yeah. And man, college was just bad, 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 bad. Well, even that's a that's even a prideful thing, right? Like, because I remember that in high school. It was like, I was very much like that where I was just trying to hook up. Just trying to hook up in the... Yeah, and so, you think so it's ugly. so cool. Yeah, I'm so bad. In the moment when you're like, oh, man, yeah. I finally got my first one. And then there's yeah. so much shame and <laughs> regrets and... Yeah. Just your whole like yeah. life just kind of changes. Yeah. Well, even that there's a there was a sense of pride when you get one, right? When yeah, you would, yeah. You're showing. Yeah. I got my first one. Yeah. I remember when um, I I'd slept with four girls in college, and I thought I, that was like cool. Yeah. I remember I would just tell all my buddies like slept with four chicks, and they were like, "Nice, dude!" And it just almost like yes. reaffirmed like I need to get more, more. <laughs> yeah, it was so terrible. Uh, yeah. But that's what pride will do to you, man. Yeah, moments yeah. we're not it'll, proud of, that's for sure. It'll just, com- your mindset will be completely off. Yeah. You'll go down the wrong path thinking that that's leading to life. Yeah. It's leading to destruction. So, okay, so let's let's land because we're almost there. Can we call Ben? Don't call Ben this time. <laughs> He's really like, body count, 20. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's ask him. Oh my gosh. He said he was a man whore back in the day. Yeah. <laughs> what? What is personally, what do you think is your antidote to pride? Or how do you combat it in your life? Maybe not an antidote. Maybe antidote's not the right word. But what do you use to combat pride when you find yourself being prideful or whatever? You personally. It's uh, first prayer. Prayer is like the number one thing for me. And then I always, I have to look back and see what God has done in my life and see where I came from. Yeah. And just remember that it was all God. It wasn't me working by myself who got got me here. And then I also, uh, I think about like others and what the situation they were going through and how, you know, my success, my wins can, yeah. can actually help and inspire them. Because if I'm just focusing on myself, I'm not going to think about how am I going to help you, you know? So for yeah. me, whenever I I mess it up and I feel like, the pride came out. I just try to do something for the person. I yeah. apologize and I try. I like sure. if I have a an argument when I show my how pride you know my pride. You're gonna see me taking you dinner or doing something you sure. know for you sure. or serving, just so I can learn the lesson. I like to expose it and yeah and and I can I can tell that sometimes it comes with your wife or it comes with your kids you know. Or things that you get at work, you're trying to get that recognition, you know. Yeah. And yeah, I just like to slam it there uh, because it comes. I'm not gonna lie, it comes once in a while to me. Yeah, as well. So, yeah, I think uh, I think one of the areas uh, pride actually manifests itself in me is lying. Believe it or not, I mean, I'm 30, maybe 37 this year, and uh, there was so much insecurity when I was younger because all the things I'd been through. Because I hadn't slept with anybody, I didn't have cool stories, all these things, and it manifested in a lot of lying. Mm-hmm. And that's what I notice for me is the pride will sneak up mm-hmm. where, you know, if you lie, you can look like this, mm-hmm. right? And so the antidote a lot of times for me is honesty, just being brutally honest, like kind of what you were saying, and being brutally humble. Not to the point where like, oh, give glory to God and you know, yeah, but yeah. just, but just being brutally humble and honest with myself, yeah. because I know, and I know God knows, 
And, and the beauty of it is, but yeah, it's just, it's that being just that, like, like you said, apologize, go to prayer, yeah. all these things are just being brutally honest with myself and just be like, pump the brakes. You know, I'm not saying that you're the scum of the earth, but you messed up, apologize, go to God, do these, do these things and lead with humility. Mm-hmm. And it usually don't have any issues after that. But but it's still, I don't know you, but it, it, you have to work it out, right? It's oh, something sure. that I don't know if you're still dealing with that, but sometimes try to come come out. Yeah. You yeah. know, it's like, okay, you in an argument where you're trying to win, you yeah. know, it's a combination. Oh, yeah. You're trying still, to win, it's like, still. oh man. And then you get that argument complete. You feel like that, that feeling like, yes, I won, but then it goes to the next level. Yeah. And I, I did that with somebody on my team. Uh, I wanted him to do something and he told me no. Woo. Yeah. Livid. But there's so <laughs> much pride built in there. Yeah. And then come to find out, like, I wasn't like wrong, but I didn't handle it the best way. There was actually a better solution and I didn't do it. And my pride stopped me from seeing it. Yeah. It blinds like, you. It bl- yeah. It yeah. blinds, it blinds you. you. Yeah. 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 And, and something that helps me with pride is I, I realize that these moments of like, feeling good and winning it's so temporary so it's just such a fleeting moment i gotta see the big picture like okay what's next what's next that's good. and it it, it 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 keeps you from camping in that moment like yeah look at me you don't, yeah, you don't ever want to leave it yeah oh, that's it's, good. it's you gotta yeah. you gotta move on god's yeah, doing yeah. something new in me yeah. celebrate the victory and then yeah um, just keep plugging forward yeah yeah because yeah, there's always going to be something and that's where i was talking about that that up and down anyways episode 34 of the Menovation in the books Go to iTunes, go to Spotify. You can rele- you can leave reviews on both. Make sure you leave that five-star review. It's super easy on Spotify. I think you actually have to do it on the app. I don't know if that's a big deal. Uh, check us out on Instagram, Menovation. Go to YouTube, Menovation. Rumble, TikTok, Menovation, baby. We're everywhere. Check us out. Uh, and make sure you subscribe to all those areas because we're going to be releasing little bits of the show here and there. Uh, and we released a, a bonus clip, a moment of truth, I think is what we're going to call it, uh, where one of the guys in the show or just maybe somebody we know shares just a moment of honesty. Uh, we're gonna, we maybe do some more of those. And so if a guy has a thought, uh, it's just something that God's speaking about, we might record it and throw it up on YouTube. So make sure you follow us there. Uh, we're going to be... It, Instagram's not going to have everything. So you got to follow us everywhere. But we out! Howdy!